What's good? What's good? This is episode number 102, 102 of the Jacked In Podcast. It's your boy Metal X2 and Josh Rockstark in the studio. What's good, man? How are you? What's good? I'm good. How about you? I am doing a lot better than I was. Uh, a lot, a lot better. I'm still, um, still getting to be, you know, 100. But I'm still, I'm still a lot better, a lot farther than I was before. Um, so there is that. Mm-hmm. Nice. There is that. Uh, we are in the new year. Um, we have uh, a lot of good games to look forward to. Uh, we have our hundredth episode in the rearview mirror. We have 2021 in the rearview mirror, and this is our first episode of the year. Uh, we took a little break. Um, my body needed rest. I think I got hit with uh, um, Omicron, Omerion, whatever version of the COVID that's been going <laughs> around and hitting Canada by storm for. Uh, the last couple of weeks, it's been hitting everybody. So it's like no matter how careful you are, and excuse me, how much in your bubble you are, a lot of people is getting it. I guess just ridiculous. Um, but yeah, all I like to say is, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was just gonna say shout out to everybody dealing with this right now. Oh yeah, hundred percent. This thing that's come out of nowhere. Uh, it, it truly has come out of nowhere because. It felt like a cold, and next thing it started knocking people one by one in the house. And next thing I know, I'm crawling around the house, sleeping, and you know, coughing a little bit, voice going in and out. I mean, like it's just absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't, like it wasn't like a regular cold. It wasn't all the symptoms that you're supposed to feel from, you know, COVID because my body naturally reacts to certain things. Um, but I was just doing a lot of sleeping. When I tell you a lot of sleeping, like a lot of sleeping. But whenever I was awake and I didn't really feel like play, feel like playing video games at one point, but when I did start feeling well, um, I've been plucking away a lot of hours in uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five. Um, nice. Cause that's that's all I've been, you know, having the energy to play. Um, but uh, but yeah, now we'll we'll definitely come back to that. But how's everything with you? How you feeling? What games you playing? Everything's been good. Uh, I've gotten a new toy for the kitchen. It looks oh, like the okay. the anime has come back. The the Air Fryer Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Okay. A brand new season, and this thing has been like awesome. Just oh gosh! Like, I've been cooking chicken in there. I've been cooking salmon. I've put mm. hash browns in there, and they make them like perfect, almost like McDonald's quality hash browns in there. Mm-hmm. And like that thing just kicks ass. That, that, yeah, that's does. the best way to put it. <laughs> yeah, it does. We, we might have to yeah. revive it and say John and Josh and their air fryers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That that oh, was like man. my my Christmas uh, gift, and uh, I love that thing. Like oh, we, even good. like vegetables are perfect, and people mm-hmm. cooking a lot with it. And yeah. uh, other than that, I've been playing. What have I been playing? So we've been working on Borderlands Three. Mm-hmm. That that's been really fun. Uh, I'm I'm okay. happy I waited because I got everything like the whole shebang with all the season pass and downloadable content. I got it for like a good price. 
and that that game just plays phenomenally that's like one of the best first person shooters from just the gameplay uh i i have ever played and like the loot is great in that game probably the the best the series has ever been really Mm -hmm. yeah i know i know people have an issue with the dlc but uh in terms of the base game that that's like the gameplay is just so good it's so so tactile so great to control just love it honestly just been a great game here Mm -hmm. the other game i've been playing uh is uh it's called a short hike and uh it's a it's a game about like going to this island uh and and the the p the graphics are kind of like ps1 graphics you play as this like this crow that goes around the island uh he's trying to get to the very peak of the island and uh, you got to collect these feathers that gives you like more more stamina to climb up the mountain like i beat it in four hours but it it was just like it was a fun game great indie game sounds good Mm -hmm. good on indie games yeah it it was one that was uh, on one of the nintendo directs and it finally dropped down on playstation and i I just scooped it because it was under my radar well that is that's always good it's always good starting over and excuse me playing games that um you enjoy um, before before i got um you know a little sick or whatnot i started playing bloodborne again from the beginning oh, uh, with the nice. mine. so we actually started going through the whole game together we would go through and then link up for the bosses and we were mm. playing it side by side um we got all the way to we finished rom um so we're at the next boss after rom uh nice. spider so um we're playing that i picked up tales of arise what were you saying oh i was just gonna say that that game's super fun and co-op oh I, it is it absolutely is i we have we have a lot of fun playing it together and uh yeah no it's 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 really fun um i picked up tales of arise i started playing that nice i feel like i'm gonna really enjoy that um but i stopped playing that and then um i got really ill and i didn't want to really go and leave out of my bed so then i kind of changed mm-hmm. gears and when i had energy i started playing back uh shimigami tensei 5 and when i say <clears throat> when i say excuse me i love that game uh i'm playing it on hard mode right now you already know me mm-hmm. um wait the warrior yeah there's there's some bosses that give me the crazies um but i'm actively grinding and you know constantly leveling up my demons and uh you know just come up with a squad uh i'm learning that you don't have to have everybody alive to finish a boss the goal is to make sure that you are alive and demons are kind of like fodder you know what i mean like it's, mm-hmm. it's not like pokemon pokemon you want to keep all your pokemon alive in this game if your demon dies like it's not the end of the world if you come out with just you one demon in yourself and you beat the boss you are okay right mm-hmm. it's that that's that's what i'm learning so um you know i'm i'm having fun with it playing crazy bosses that do insane amounts of damage just learning that when you come to the boss um find out the weaknesses you probably gonna die then i can go back and assemble a team based on 
you know, my experience. Um, and they, they have some moves called Magatashui. Um, and when they generate that move, it's like all, all their moves are criticals. And the goal is to figure out whatever they're going to use it with. At least now, before I didn't know anything about it. Then I learned about dampeners and all that stuff. And uh, now that I learned about dampeners, I just completely blocked the move effectively. But um, the game is fun. I completely enjoy it. I have um, Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne to play after that. I also have uh, Bravely Default 2 to play after that. That I got on insane discounts, like 12, 15 bucks. I got Bravely Default 2 for like 10 bucks. Um, so, yes, yeah, so those are some RPGs I'm playing right now. But other than that, uh, yeah, I'm um, a lot better than I was before, like I said. And so here we are, because. If I didn't feel it, if I didn't really feel up to it today, I'd have been like, Josh, I, I, ain't, I, I don't feel it. <laughs> it's just, yeah. you know, it is what it is. But, um, but now we're in a better place. I'm back and I'm um, happy to be back. Happy to be back in front of the mic. Um, you know, happy to be back here again. Nice. That's good. That is that. Is that. I, I'm glad you're feeling better. Me too. Me too, because I, I, we haven't haven't gone without recording episode in a long time. I think it's the longest that we've ever been. Yeah, I think have, so. Uh, but for a good reason, of course. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. We're, we still bring the same heat when we come back, whether it's there you go. two weeks later or now. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to look at it. Exactly the way to look at it. Um, so this episode is going to be more of a review episode. Um, what we like to do actually every year, this is our, our, our second time, uh, last year we got a chance to go through all of the episodes and, um, we got a chance to, uh, we got a chance to reflect on each, each episode and say, you know, what's happening what happened in this episode, um you know it was just it, it, it was good it was good and I'm, I'm glad we got a chance to do it and now we get to we get the chance to do it again mm -hmm. um we get a chance to go through and uh we get a chance to reflect on all the different episodes that we got a chance to record uh, all the guests shout out to all the guests that we've had for 2021 that's uh that's definitely definitely what we get to go to go through and do so let's see here so so how did you want to do it just wanted to go through you know reflect on on each different episode yeah maybe we'll pick like yeah, one one major through. topic from each episode uh and uh reminisce how 2021 was for gaming that's true okay see some of the All some right. of the big uh the big hitters, like the controversies, because there certainly was quite a few. Mm -hmm. yeah, let's just let's just reminisce. Okay, cool, cool. We, we so, get the chance now before the big news starts rolling in. That's true. That's definitely mm -hmm. true. Um, so actually, what we did last year was twenty twenty one. We first started. We got to actually run our um, our intro episodes for each one of us. So, like, for instance, mm -hmm. last year, um, we right. got a chance to run your episode first, uh, episode 54, 
Because technically that was that. Well, that's the new year. But actually, you know what? I think it would be we start the season two. So season two is when it started. Episode fifty eight. I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. So I forgot season. about the the like starting from New Year's. Like uh, yeah, that's right. We started with our uh, intro episodes. Yep. Yeah, we started with yep. yours first, and then we did mine. Shout out to uh, Tristan, aka uh, Ninja Ninja Guru. We he came through. We did his on January fifteenth, and that actually marked our one year anniversary uh, mm-hmm. on the fifteenth. Um, you know, speaking of which, uh, this Saturday uh, will be the fifteenth. It'll be our second two year anniversary on January fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's when our first episode was born. Yep, we started wow. like pretty early in january when we started the whole thing yeah we did our, our first episode like we uh we we started it on january 15th but our first episode was january 18th so it was a couple days after that but um i mean still just to even just even say something like that is absolutely nuts yeah two years wow it's, it's absolutely nuts but um the first guest that we had on uh, in January, shout out to Vicky from Fangirl Review. Actually, it's going to be a lot of shout outs this episode. So I forgot we got to mm-hmm. put our um, tweet together, shouting out all the people that we've had with us. It's, um, you know, I, I forgot. So that this is the year that, well, last year is the year that actually um, brought in Clubhouse a lot more, infusing Clubhouse with a lot of guests. and different mm-hmm. things like that so um vicky from fag girl review she was our first guest for 2021 um and uh, i remember totally having her on what do we talk about that episode uh we talked about resident evil village showcase that, that was the resident. first time we saw the game i think yeah i think it was yep i think so yeah yeah oh, yeah it's played it was for me after that that was the episode we talked about how a food delivery order got canceled because a driver canceled a meeting. Oh, I remember that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that episode. That was craziness. Mm-hmm. That was absolutely craziness. Then <laughs> after that, we have Amba, uh, Chavis, Amba C, and we talked about Resident Evil on that episode too. That was episode 59. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like was, uh, uh, that's when everybody was like, was going crazy for Lady Dimitrescu being mm-hmm. like nine foot six inches. Yeah, and, like, everybody was going crazy. That mm-hmm. that was also when uh, the the GameStop situation with uh, Wall Street bets happened. Oh yeah, yeah, that was nuts. That that was I remember nuts. Remember that people people were getting rich off of that, like. Yeah, the the people that real. bought like the the GameStop uh, stock pretty low. The stock. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Robinhood was losing money and they mm-hmm. they're shutting down people's investments. That, that was a crazy situation. Yeah, okay, that was. Um episode 60 we have Pop Punk Nerd on and Yay. we talked about Happy Meals. Scalpers oh yeah scalping happy meals what yeah the the pokemon cards were in the happy yes, meals and then that's people right. were just buying them outright from the the mcdonald's that's nuts yeah that is craziness <laughs> wow i can't man i remember that 
Oh man, then we got episode 61. Uh, oh, that's right. That's when we got uh, when Pyron Mithra got announced. We had a uh, oh, shout out to yeah. John and Serge. Um, we that was crazy. Uh, I, I had a lot of fun with that Smash. episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, that, that was having those guys Direct. on and uh, breaking it down. I, I really like that episode. Right, right. Because so John was a John is a friend of mine from Game and Glue. I haven't messaged him in a while, actually. Uh, I actually need to talk to him. Um, and me and Serge, he's from um, my Splatoon Two clan. Uh, um, oh my gosh, there was a Oh my gosh, I've just completely drawn a blank. Um, wow, I completely, completely drawn a blank. Was Splatoon, Splatoon Two, two was clan. it? It was Splatoon yeah. 2, it was a, but it, I forgot the clan name that we had. We were playing Splatoon 2 like crazy, but he was a part of that uh, oh. group. And I know that, um, I know that when, when Spark? 3 comes, yes, Team Spark. Team Spark, okay, Team I remember. Team Spark, yes, yeah. Team Spark. Um, <laughs> no one I don't know why I remembered, but I remember. Oh, I'm yeah. glad you remember because I'm the one supposed <laughs> to remember it and I forgot actually. I, mm-hmm. I, I totally forgot. Seeing that's that's all that's on me right now. <laughs> but yeah, that I remember that Nintendo Direct was crazy. That that was probably announced. like the the either the first or second best uh, direct of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait a minute. Didn't the... they show? Didn't they show a little bit of the new Kirby last year? Was it this like, one? Like uh, was it? I think it was where they just showed him just walking in like an open world, and that was all. That was it, and it just said Kirby Ooh. working title. Remember, I think that would think it was last year. Now we actually have a release release date comes out in March. Kirby and the Forgotten yeah. Land. They showed off the co- uh, the co op. I, I I'm sad because that that comes out the same day as uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Oh, I'm I not think, sad because I'm not touching it. I, I think I'm gonna have to go Tiny Tina's Wonderlands because my oh, girlfriend you go, she loves Borderlands. And so. you can go Tiny Tina, and I'll go Kirby. How about that? Okay, yeah, we'll cover them both. <laughs> yep, yep. There you go. We'll talk about both of them. <laughs> and divide and conquer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. Yep. So episode sixty-two, we talked about the Drift Saga. What is this? The P oh, the PS5 DualSense controllers is drifting. Now that you mentioned that, the friend of mine that I'm playing Bloodborne with, his controller is actually drifting. And oh, I told him to shit. call to talk to Sony to see if he can get a get a new one if it's still under warranty. Nintendo, I mean, um, Sony will actually replace it. Yeah, it, it hasn't been happening too much with the new controllers, but my my original one has like a little bit of drift yeah. uh, to it. The one that came in the box, and unfortunately, yep. it's past the warranty, so. Yeah, uh, I'll have to like deal with it myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I'm I'm actually technically using the red one. Um, I bought that one, and so I use that one as my main one because you know you have two white controls that can get mixed up or whatever. It's hard to tell who's is who. So when yeah. I go out and travel and move around, I usually just bring my. I leave the white one at home when I bring my colored one with me. Um, but uh, episode sixty three, Pokemon State of Play um we had shout out to cars 24 we got a chance to uh break down sony state of play and a pokemon direct um they actually dropped information about two pokemon games the the shining pearl i think and pokemon legends arceus and i can't believe arceus actually comes out in two weeks yep 
Chadubix. Yeah. I'm still I debating whether to get it. I want to see the. Oh, I'm getting it day the, one. The I'm getting it. I, yeah. I'm not waiting for You're no reviews. In. I'm gonna review it myself. It comes out exactly so Friday after next is when it drops. I'm actually. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I'm actually. See, here's the thing. When people do something different, um, I'm actually, well, I'm not going to say people. When Nintendo does something different, I'm actually full steam ahead. When Nintendo, I appreciate when Nintendo does something different. Like, for example, Kirby. They're trying to do things different. Kirby has an open world, supposedly, with Forgotten Land. We got to see what it is. But it looks like they're trying to go a different direction. I hope this. you can't beat this game in two hours. Because if you do, I'll be upset. Yeah. I hope so too. Excuse me, you know, but uh, I appreciate them trying to go for a new, a new look. Pokemon, we've been, you know, the recipe, you know, the same game, the same tune. They've been singing it since Red and Blue. Top down, go through, fight a couple gyms, um, you know, love your Pokemon up. Same thing. This game is taking that whole formula, and they're even ditching the abilities and things like that and they're making it more into a move base action rpg where you you have to actually throw your pokeball like that like it looks completely different it looks more like a a more like an action rpg than the traditional Mm -hmm. rpg and i like that you know i like that they're trying to do something different uh of course this it's going to be receptive um they're going to be sitting back and seeing how receptive this game is going to be and if they have a formula, because if this game doesn't hit, they got to go back to the drawing board. But I think yeah. this is an early markings of kind of like an MMO-ish kind of game. I mean, they could really build an MMO from the ground up on Switch, Pokemon, and it sell like hotcakes. Yeah, like, yeah. Like you mentioned, they, they took out the abilities, but that doesn't mean they can't add it in for the next one if this one's yep. like really strikes a chord with all of us. Or do something different. I mean, they don't have to keep the same thing over and over. They have so many Pokemon. They have so many things to go off of. Who's to say today? Why don't you just try something different, right? I mean, they have a lot of they have a lot of recipes. So I'm Mm -hmm. all up for that. Yeah. Um. This was actually a big episode, uh, 63, because this is where we found out that uh, Fall Guys was uh, bought out by uh, Epic Games so mm, okay and we're still waiting on those those switch and xbox versions which i think mm-hmm. have purposely been delayed for some reason yeah they have been yeah um Mediatonic yeah put out a uh uh they put out a whole a memo saying that they want to make sure this game is the best that it can be and i think they're just working on the fluidity of crossplay. um mm. they did actually make a landing page on nintendo's eShop um so you do see that but um they're saying spring 2022 is where they're targeting even though it was supposed to be summer 2021 so we'll see what happens Mm -hmm. yeah this is also uh the month where um they axed anthem next so they just Mm -hmm. like ea decided to kill that project and just completely axe that and as well um where we found out about uh final fantasy 7 remake integrate as well yes yep. so coming june after that yep and uh 64 we had the microsoft and oh excuse me microsoft and bethesda um yep officially deal were cutting the they, deal yet yep they finally uh you know uh, took over microsoft is bought zenimax media and 
the I believe the first game that they have exclusively on Microsoft platform is Starfield. Mm-hmm. Is that yep. the first one? Yeah. So that, that that should be the first one. If it comes out this year, like uh, the date that they put out for it, it will be. Okay. Yeah, because I I don't think Redfall is gonna come out this year. Okay. Um, sixty five. We actually had a crossover episode, Jack Dan podcast, Gamerhood podcast. Uh, featuring Mike, uh, a real life friend of mine, um, came together. He, we talked on uh, his podcast. We talked about all things Game Pass and how uh, acquiring Bethesda Zenimax Media affected Game Pass. Um, we also talked about how EA was in hot water again with uh, loot boxes. Yeah, they they can't seem to <laughs> stay out the limelight. Nope. <laughs> mm-hmm as well we we got to see some like completion rates for some games like um who was it it was uh i think it was ungeek that uh put together like some stats we saw that like 50 mm-hmm. percent of the players who played ghost of tsushima and uh marvel spider-man finished the game to the end credits mm-hmm. and like there was some other big ones like assassin's creed origins far cry 5 days gone horizon mm-hmm. zero dawn whole bunch i, I actually want to rewind uh to uh what was it episode 64 where we covered um the 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 vietnamese guy who bought a ps5 and dressed it up as a router to make sure his wife doesn't get mad at him (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that was absolutely nuts actually i remember that he got away with it for a little bit but not too long yeah (laughs) i think that thing's a little too noisy to be a router (laughs) sure well, for I me, mean, for a woman, unfortunately, she may not know the difference. I mean, like, you know, some people's significant other, depending on how they're invested they are, they may not know the difference. So I just, <laughs> she wasn't having it, though. <laughs> <laughs> she, she wasn't having it. Uh, let me see. Episode 66. Um, uh, there was a screenings presents and the episode where Sony bought Evo 2021. Um that uh that was crazy we yeah, they talked about uh outriders battle in wonderland um avengers and they talked about yeah event and war things. for uh, wakanda i think that yes, was our first did. teaser of it yeah it was I and mean, we still didn't get it to like five months later but whoo i'm not gonna go there <laughs> <laughs> i think um, avengers shows up uh quite a few times in our, uh, yeah. our oh uh, it probably does here. Yeah, it's probably a running joke. We chronicled everything. Yeah. Uh, A big running joke. Um, Mm -hmm. We got episode 67. Uh, We talked about the uh, future game show, uh, indie games uh, at the ID Xbox as well. Uh, It's just, it was a lot of, uh, a lot of AAA studios last year to kind of put their games on hold because they didn't want games to come out and be a flop. So there was a lot of games that indie studios have been working on where they kind of, came out and said you know what we have games too we want to show you what games we're made of and um Mm -hmm. they 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 came out quite a bit the thing is i love to play a good indie game i honestly do i like playing indie games i like playing indie games on my switch my switch is actually full of indie games um i specialize i don't play too many indie single player games but i'll play a good um indie multiplayer game Mm-hmm. local co-op I, i'll definitely get some people around and be like i've never heard of this game before i'm like yeah you, you gotta try it like one of the biggest ones is runbow 
Believe it or not, Rumbo is an indie game, and it is so much fun when you get eight people, when you get an eight-player run going. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's complete jokes. Hmm. Complete jokes. Nice. Yeah, I think uh, like the from the ones that we covered, a good amount of them came out, but I I know a lot of these games uh, also got delayed. Like mm-hmm. uh, some of the ones we're we're waiting for, like Nobody Saves the World, uh, Stalker Two, that got delayed. But like quite quite a few came out this year. Mm-hmm. Then we have uh, April Fools on uh, episode number sixty-eight. Um, apparently, we talked about more Outrider stuff. Mario disappeared for a little bit, and then there is uh, the thirty-fifth anniversary of, of Mario. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't get what we thought we were going to get on the thirty-fifth anniversary, but we got some stuff. Yeah. We, got, we, got we, we lost 3D All-Stars on the eShop, which was weird. Well, they did was say it was leaving, so, I mean, yeah. that's not really surprising. I mean, we knew that was going to happen. That's why I bought the physical version, right? Because yeah. I knew that once they said they were only selling so many of them, and after that, they were going to stop selling them and take it off the market and all like as i mean i'm sure you could probably go buy a used copy of the game somewhere for a decent price um but they said they were going to stop printing them and actually actually if you really look at it a lot of people are saying that the super mario 64 that's on the all-stars pack runs better than the 64 emulated version on the eShop. yes yeah on the cart right (laughs) yes the one on the cart yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they say that one plays better than that. So that actually is concerning. <laughs> it's weird that it plays differently. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what it is about the cart that makes it run better. I don't know. Maybe the flash I no memory? Idea. I don't know. I yeah. have no idea. I, I'm yeah. not even going to try to figure that out with Sony. Yeah. I mean, um, it's above our heads. Mess. <laughs> yep. Yep. So we got episode number 69, Sony in a, inside an indie world. Uh, Nintendo indie world presentation came through and um, there was also some more Sony news as well. Um, it's, that was I mean, we had a lot of presentations, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of Around rumors. that time, there was. This is also where like Jason Schreier dropped that big Sony article talking about like their obsession with blockbusters and what happened with like the studio bend in days gone Two, uh to mm-hmm. their japan studios to some of their support studios uh and we'll actually echo this this actual topic a little later in the episode because this this is like a like a big wave like there's the huge okay. wave then there's more little waves that come after it so okay. All right. we'll talk That's about it more. That's good. That's good. All right, we in episode number seventy, we talked about the Resident Evil showcase, um, and, and then too, uh, you know, just to put a pin in it really quick. I know normally we have um, uh, a lot more guests, but this is the particular time where I was actually without a house. I was doing yeah, a lot moving, of moving right? around. Yeah, mm-hmm. we kind of put everything on pause. So actually, I remember recording all these episodes at an Airbnb um april 23rd i think at this time we had like two or three weeks before we moved um before we moved in the house so um you know we these were all these episodes i think were all pre-recorded and um, mm-hmm. we had to yeah drop i don't it. think we did the live streams not yeah, for a while no, we didn't yeah yeah um but we like, talked about go ahead 
Well, I was just gonna like say Sony was getting patty whacked like around this time. Like they just had like one bad story come out after another, and they this is the the episode where they reversed their decision to shut down the PS3 and PS Vita, PSN stores. Uh, they mm. they went ahead with the PSP one, but like we're we're okay with that considering how old that is, and you can get the right. PSP games on the PS Vita store. But like it, they they made the right call here because they had no plan for backwards compatibility. And it, it, if we're looking at like some of the patents they have now and this idea of Spartacus coming, uh, mm-hmm. they might have a plan actually finally. Uh, yeah, I, I was I was actually looking at that. So yeah. it, it looks like they're pulling all of the PS Now um, cards off the shelf now. They're preparing mm-hmm. for the PlayStation Game Pass version of it i mean i don't know if i'll be the one to be in it and the reason i say that is because i didn't invest much into playstation to be able to get something like that i mean like i'm fully invested in xbox however um i mean i will tip my hats off if sony actually does it and it's actually good i'll tip my hats off Mm -hmm. to them but uh, what I'm not going to do is tip my hats off to them if it's not good, because believe me, Nintendo is still getting getting the shaft from me. And even though it's now January 13th, I still have not upgraded my Nintendo membership online. Like, I just don't believe in it. And yeah. I'm not going to be forced to upgrade and do something just because Nintendo said to do it as much as a Nintendo fanboy I am. Um, I, they're not going to force me to get that for some, you know, Animal Crossing DLC or whatever else. Like, I'm just, I'm just not going to do it. I mean, maybe if there's a certain 64 game that I want to play, maybe, but right now, and the fact that there should, they should have been dropping one 64 game a month and they have not done it. Yep. Yeah. Like Sony's got to make sure that they don't go the Nintendo route. And they have to make sure they do go the Xbox route and offer something competitive to Game Pass. I, I don't know how mm-hmm. they're going to pull that off, but they, they got to come up with some combination uh, of this to, to to really have something special that people are going to mm-hmm. find value in. And then you and me, we're going to put it through its paces, just like we talked about, like uh, the Nintendo one and see if it's yep. actually worth getting. Yep, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, so episode number 71, State of the Big Boys, um, yeah, Nintendo uh, rolled out their new um, infrastructure for their online service, and I will say it's a lot better. Um, mm. I'm talking yep. about with the new titles like uh, Mario Golf Superstars, um, Mario, uh, Super Mario Superstars, Party Super Mario, Par- Super Mario Party Superstars, being able to play the board game, the full board game online. Um, being able to enjoy it without lagging, being able to be disconnected from a game, one person drop, you can save the game, exit out, and everybody join back in, and you pick up right where you left off. To be able to have something that powerful um, is amazing. I've played online with Felix Wynn, uh, played it with Mint Blay. Um, You know, it's just absolutely fun, 100%. So I can definitely Mm -hmm. say it's, it's been worth it so far. So now that we have like the ability to look back, was this multiplayer like the same one that uh, that came to uh, the new Mario Party game? 
Yes, it is. So yeah, it's the, okay. it's the same so one. Being able, being able to play the full board games and things like that. Except for me, it's a lot funner because it's the nostalgia of playing all the older Mario Party games. It's and playing the because it's something about the older Mario Mario Party boards. They're a lot better than the new ones for some reason. I have not touched the original Mario Party since I've been playing Mario Party Superstars, and I actually been playing it on handheld. Like it's it's mm-hmm. actually pretty hilarious. So that oh. that's great then that like this was like almost like a beta test for the other game mm-hmm. and like it really worked out. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Before uh, we go on to like the the next one, mm-hmm. um, there was the the article here um, about George Saint Pierre and how like they they used like frame data from his own fights to help oh, yes, him yes. in his fighting career. Oh yes, I remember that. Yeah, from um fighting games, somebody from the FGC um downloaded his his practice data, like framed it like he was in a video game to to teach him uh that his moves are by frame by frame and it actually he used it to actually get gain a, a victory in a fight. So that's actually crazy. Yeah. Yeah, when he fought against uh, BJ Penn, he knew he wasn't quick enough uh, to react to the speed of his punches, so he decided to to win by uh, taking him to the ground. That's mm-hmm. that's a crazy story. Well, it was it was. I actually remember talking about that. That's nuts. That is nuts. We uh, we did it to double up episode on uh, episode number seventy two. Looks like we we skipped a week there um, because I didn't have internet and stuff moving because I could tell by the date. Um, mm-hmm. we talked about SpongeBob popsicles, Call of Duty Warzone development. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we, we, we talked about, uh, this one town in, in, in Canada here that actually fought with each other by putting, uh, catchphrases on their sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was crazy. The, the great sign war of Listow, Ontario. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> And then <clears throat> episode number 73, we jumped in the prelude to the summer. <clears throat> we talked about, um, you know, Fall Guys, you know, having uh, what is a big oopsie there. Sammy, Sega having a great lineup. Um, summer Game Fest, Day of the Dales, E3, all talking about what's happening. And considering now that we're going through this all over again, uh, E3 is, is the sign to keep their event online. Um, because a new variant of COVID, who to, just think last summer, we was get, finally getting to the point where the summer was like close to a regular summer. And mm-hmm. now it feels like we've taken 20 steps back. Yep. Yeah. With this new strain, it just feels like we're back in uh, the beginning of 2021. Yeah. Just like Honestly, starting you, over again. If you want to, if you really want to track COVID, listen to our podcast <laughs> because you know, we, we, we talk about where COVID has been, how things are happening, and next thing we know, we're looking back, and it's like, oh, yeah, everything is cool, and now we're back to where we started, it feels like. Yeah. Uh, aside from maybe the first 10 episodes of our podcast, I think we've been, we've just been podcasting through COVID the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's like uh, uh, what we've been doing the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode 75, we're talking about the Switch Pro coming, not knowing that the freaking Switch Pro was the OLED. 
<laughs> was the Switch OLED. Now, hold on. Now, not in all they... fair and honesty, I still think that there is a Switch Pro out there somewhere. I mean, there was Switch Pro mm. dev kits and everything, but I think the Switch the the switch OLED was like a smoke screen, you know what I mean, like a to distract us from all of the the new Switch Pro because there was actually dev kits that went around. That's how I thought it was real. We all thought it was real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we all thought like that was it. That was the the Pro. It's coming. Mm -hmm. Like we were all like we're all holding on to our seats, getting ready for this, and it ends up being just uh, an OLED version yeah. of uh, but what we have already. But by the way, I mean, playing on the Switch OLED is really nice. Uh, it really, it gives you a new, it gives you a fresh way of playing. Like when I play handheld, it, it's it's actually nice. Um, I'm playing, like playing Smash on on the little dock on handheld is, it's actually refreshing. Like I'm okay with not playing on a TV screen, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It looks really nice too. Like the screen is beautiful. Yeah, I, I end up picking up one day one, transferring everything over, and um, at first I wasn't even going to keep it, but I said, you know, what the heck, um, and I'm completely, and I'm completely loving it. So I, I said I'll hold on to it, and we'll wait for another iteration of the Switch. We'll see what happens. I'm assuming we probably won't get anything this year. They'll probably announce and, and then come out with something next year. Let the OLED run its course. I think they're going to stop making the original one and phase it where the only thing on the shelf is the OLED one, I think, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so we talked about that stuff. Um, we talked we about some, uh, anniversary celebrations, like 35th for Dragon Quest, uh, 30th for Sonic. Mm-hmm. We got no. we we know what's in the pipeline for them now, but like right, that, those right. were cool shows. Yep. Uh episode number seventy six, shout out to Xander. He talked with us about the E3 2021 and predictions, summer game fest. Um uh, Oh yeah, this Xander was this was bef right before E three started. Mm -hmm. yep. yep. We got so, a uh, we got a nice looking version of uh Battlefield twenty forty two. Oh, that, that game! That, that, oh, of that game wasn't its so buggy bad. self. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> game! There was somebody put on Twitch. I think it was Mint Blade. Uh, Mint Blade. She showed where somebody picked up twenty forty two in the band for four ninety nine or something like that. <laughs> uh, like it was just absolutely like whether it was a joke or not. Um, there still has been a lot of articles. Like people have went back to Battlefield Five, and they said yeah. Battlefield twenty forty two is so bad where even the cheaters are going back to the old one. Um, yeah yeah they're gonna it's... start selling cheats for the old one because like they can't make any money on this new one because nobody's playing it mm -hmm. that, they took out they took out one of the good game modes for some reason uh out of yeah. the portal experience what a mess mm -hmm. and we wouldn't have known it seeing like the reveal for it exactly. we were all hyped mm -hmm. yeah uh, so right now we're in the in the middle of the year. We uh, episode number seventy seven. We got to talk over with uh, Zero Tandy um, about all the things they showed at the E three. All the things we didn't get to see. All the things we did see. What stuck out that day, um, Josh? Ooh, uh, I remember really liking Xbox's show. Was really good. 
Um, mm-hmm. We were we were arguing about who won uh, between uh, between Nintendo and Xbox that day. I think it was Microsoft won that year. I, I said Nintendo because like said Nintendo, Nintendo they they brought the fire with like uh, Kazuya joined Smash Bros. They oh, they yeah. had um, like Mario Party Superstars, Metroid Dread. They what else? Did, they had like the announcement for Rabbit Spark of Hope. Uh, right. But like they were both incredibly good. Uh, everybody else wasn't doing that great, uh, especially uh, Bandai, who only showed one game for the E3 presentation. What a waste! Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a big waste. That was a big waste for him. We got episode number 78 uh, with Butterfly, which is the E3 After Effect. We talk about all the games that came out. Um, Bethesda apologizing for Starfield for only coming on Xbox when I don't think they should. <laughs> I mean, nobody's apologizing for um, dropping uh, Horizon Zero Dawn only on PlayStation. But yeah, you know, or I, like the fact that uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake isn't coming to the Xbox anytime soon. Somehow, that I, I think that's exclusive. Yeah, I think that's that's honestly really that was a really low move of Bethesda um, to even think of doing so. Like, I understand they, I understand they didn't expect to get bought out by Microsoft. They expected to stay their own entity. I'm sure that that was probably something the investors and the people at the top thought it was to be a good deal to be able to do something like that. Um, because mm-hmm. you can tell everybody at the bottom they still want it to be neutral. Um, they don't want to be able to upset people, but I mean, it is yeah. what it is. They're part of the Microsoft world, and they just better get used to it. Yeah, they they needed to like to uh, tell people like straight up, this is how it is, kind of thing. Like, Starfield is an Xbox exclusive. Like, mm-hmm. it's not coming to PlayStation. Sorry, folks. Yep. Plus, they were nice about, about it. We talked about a lot of Nintendo games that came out. Um, E3, so I think Nintendo had a good year. Um, had a good year, mm-hmm. aside from one one snafu, yeah, yeah, mm. otherwise, uh, a really good year. Episode 79, uh, after they announced Kazuya, he finally dropped. Um, he is one of the last fighters of the fighter pass with one still to go. Um, we talked about why EA is making us pay full price for. Uh, FPS game without single player, and that's being Battlefield. That game was just hot dumpster fire. Yep. Hot dumpster fire. Yeah. Uh, then we what have a, what a mess. Then yeah. we have episode eighty, State of Playing the OLED. We uh, finally got <laughs> to see what Nintendo was actually working on. They they brought they unveiled the Nintendo OLED edition, which is a bigger screen, beautiful screen. It's gone to seven inches um, with, you know, better colors, brighter colors. Um, They have a better kickstand. They say better speakers. The dock has uh, is capable of HDMI 2.1 as well as the dock having an inch. You lose a USB port, but you gain an Ethernet port uh, on there. Um, So the the. The, the OLED version of the Switch came out, and that will make it the fourth Nintendo Switch iteration. Because they have, right? Excuse me, they have the first one. They have the the Mariko processor updated version. They have the Nintendo Switch Lite, mm. 
and then they have the OLED, which is the fourth one. So, yeah, it's quite interesting. Yep. Uh, then we talked about they said there was no new Final Fantasy 16 information <clears throat> that was there, so they kind of held back on that. So, wait, so let me guess, did there, let me get this straight. There's two Final Fantasies coming out there's A Stranger in Paradise, and then there's Final Fantasy 16, or is A Stranger in Paradise is 16? No, Stranger of Paradise is a separate game. It's a separate game. Is that the co-op yeah. game? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it's co-op. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Because yeah. I know I saw one of them. It's like a four-player co-op that looked kind of interesting. So I guess that's what Stranger in Paradise is. Yeah, that's the one that's being made by the guys who made Ninja Gaiden. So, right. And, and Neo. So I think, like, I think that trailer wasn't good. But I think the game might be pretty good uh like it's made by a pretty good studio so uh, i think it's looking like it's going to be pretty good yeah it's a, it's an action role bland by team ninja koei tecmo um so yeah it, it does look nice um uh it's a it's a three-player co-op experience it's a three-player team up um so i think uh i, I think it's um i think it's crazy but apparently they just leaked out this game and this game is going to destroy your solid state drives apparently Wait, really yeah so this game oh. is 71 gigs on ps5 <laughs> and this doesn't even include a day one patch oh wow beefy boy wow that's pretty that's pretty beefy for uh for a PS5 game because like I noticed that the PS5 versions of ga- the PS4 games are usually less because of the solid yeah. state. Mm-hmm. But that yeah. that it, that being that big, that's that's pretty beefy. That is. Damn. Yeah, so they're saying that um this is a more action-oriented RPG than ever had in the series. They also said that Final Fantasy Origin is not a remake or a sequel. Um, but it uses the first Final Fantasy as a motive. Therefore, it could be the start of an entire Final Fantasy verse. <laughs> Excuse me. Paving the way for more ex- experimental games in the future. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. I, I think I want to see more of it before I, I decide to jump in on it. I'll, I'll probably yeah. save like my uh, my pick for, for, for Spoken. Which mm-hmm. is made made by the Final Fantasy fifteen guys. Right, I that, saw that. Yeah. Saw that. So um we have uh episode number eighty one where we have another beefy handheld that enters the mm-hmm. arena. Um called the Steam Deck, which is made by Val. And um while <coughs> excuse me, you can play a portion, not all. A portion of your steam library to play portable and that was one thing that they wanted to make sure specifically too because people figure oh i get to play all my steam games i actually know you can't um and so far even though the games look good on there i i really feel like they had to scale back some of the games and that's why you can't play all the games on there so i want to see how this is going to actually run yeah it did not ship in december 2021 but right. that's okay because considering how hard it is to get chips and parts mm-hmm. and stuff, like, right? Just let them figure it out first. We're we're already 
like keeping scarcity high with the other consoles so it must be really hard for valve to get the stuff they need yeah that's true uh episode 82 when the ssd costs more than the system we're talking about all the craziness <laughs> on the ps5 expansion uh with their ssds and how much an ssd with the heat sink cost um oh yeah we thought xbox ssds are funny check that out yeah still still not a good deal yet like even like six months after it's, um it's uh it's craziness um episode number 83 we actually talked a lot about avengers movies um and i believe it was probably due to us talking about avengers and next thing we know we uh the avengers game we jumped down start talking about avengers movies uh we talked mm -hmm. about nintendo indie world and all the craziness with the activision blizzard situation Oh um, yeah, where all of that kind of stuff erupted. Yeah, that that has been a continuing story. That yeah, just yeah, just wow. That mm -hmm. that's probably the story of the year. No, for sure, just for sure, hundred percent. How like horrible, like their developers have been, and like the ripple effects going on in Activision, uh, in terms of like the games and stuff coming yep. out. Like we won't see most of these games this year. There's no mm -hmm. way. No, 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 for sure. Um, uh, episode number 84, Pokemon Vanguard. Shout out to Mint Blay. Um, we talked about uh, uh, Pokemon Direct with all the new Pokemon games, Shining, Shining Pearl and Brilliant Diamond, something like that, I think. I still haven't even touched those games. Um, mm -hmm. Neither have uh, I. Call of Duty Vanguard. Uh, we talked about that. And I believe we talked about this episode because I think Mint Blade talked about this crazy game that you had to spend all of this money to buy all these loot boxes. In this oh, game. yeah, PUBG. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was absolutely craziness. Um, we yeah. also covered uh, Avengers World Wakanda DLC that was soon to be dropping. Um, so that, that, was, that was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Was, was actually, then I think we rolled into Gamescom next. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, episode Xbox, 85. Yeah, Xbox and opening night Gamescom. We showed the Xbox show. We talked about more Marvel movie and TV shows. Um, we talked about um, Halo Infinite. And actually, too, um, you know, just putting a bookmark in there. Uh, my good friend here, Nato, he's actually, I'm actually watching him play Halo Infinite. And he's this, he's been on this game straight. I think it's like the fourth day or fourth or fifth day. He's completely loving this game. I said I was going to mm -hmm. wait until the co op comes out for it. So I'm not touching the, um, the, the adventure mode, the main campaign mode yet. Um, but from what I can see, it's, it looks like it's a lot of fun. Um, it did suck that they had to decrease the map side from where they had it because um, had they had the original map, it was actually craziness. But I do like how fun and action-oriented this game is. Um, even though there is clear pathways and clear things for you to do, you can still kind of roam the map and do kind of whatever. Right, mm -hmm. so that that was like the moment we knew oh maybe they're gonna land this ship like they're they're gonna like just do a great job on this game and mm -hmm. like in hindsight yeah i think that year that they they took to 
to get this game running perfectly well not perfectly but running in a, a, a good state that's not battlefield 2042 correct uh, it, it really helped mm-hmm. yeah, no, no for sure um episode number 86 we talked about more gamescom and indie games um and we went through literally every single one that they announced um we don't have time to go through every single one that they talked about so if you like to go through and and hear about every single game that got announced in you can rewind and listen to episode number 86 where we talked about uh all those indie games there um we barely had time for ourselves to to cover it all you're right you know yeah. a lot of games we talked about that day a lot, a lot. Actually, you know what? So we got it mixed up. So episode 88 is actually the episode we brought Mint Blay on. We talked about the controversies that episode. Um, oh, right, right. Yeah. That's so, right. Uh, but Mint Blay has been on twice. Uh, yeah, she's year. been on a lot. Yeah, yeah. She, she, yeah. She's been on a lot. So we talked about the huge G-Force leak. And um, and Oof. it's funny because <laughs> as funny was that leak is... That leak has lined up with other smaller leaks, confirming all the games that were actually being talked about there. And even yep. though may may not have placeholder dates, actual dates for that stuff, a lot of that stuff, I feel like it's on somebody's drawn board somewhere in games that they're actually working on. Because a lot of those yes. games are actually right. Yeah, like yeah. it's crazy. This is probably like... People were doubting it, but this is probably the greatest leak in gaming history. Like it has to be, it has to be. There, there's just so much, so many games that like appeared on this and have come out or or been announced. So, mm -hmm. like, I'm not gonna say everything on it is is right, but most of it is. Well, that's true. I mean, with leaks, yeah. it, it's hard to get everything right. Right, it's mm -hmm. hard to get everything right. But when you do get some stuff right, you go down in history. Uh, and that was actually the day we talked about the massive controversy about PUBG and how much money you had to spend to be able to get all these attachments for this gun, um, mm -hmm. the amount of money you had to spend for a free-to-play game. Uh, it was actually pretty disgusting. Um, so that's that's absolutely crazy. So I remember that. Yeah, I want, I want to rewind to uh, episode 87 just before that. We had the PlayStation Showcase which mm. they they were messing around not like their state of plays which are smaller this was a big juicy one that uh, showed off uh god of war ragnarok mm -hmm. so we got our first look at that we found out that insomniac doesn't sleep and they're making both spider-man 2 and marvel's wolverine oh yeah so yeah we got, yeah we got looks at like forspoken gran turismo 7 that that was yeah, no, no, I a remember huge that. showcase for them. It was uh it was a happy reason for people actually owning their PS5s right now. Um mm -hmm. and it did suck because that Avengers roadmap that we talked about was actually a fan-based um roadmap. It wasn't even real. I think I actually jumped the gun with that one. So um yeah. Oh, the one we looked at? Yeah, 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 yeah. We actually kind of you know rode ahead. Um <laughs> And That's then, okay. I think some most of that has come out, right? No, because it was fan based. It was fan made. That was the problem. Mm -hmm. It was fan made. Ah. Yeah. Um, so we had Infamous One X uh, on with us. Uh, episode number eighty nine. We talked about Nintendo Direct predictions, 
um what we we predicted that the last uh fighter on the fighter pass and you know what's oh so crazy we actually predicted right that day we yes we actually predicted first of all we predicted that the nat that the last fighter pass was going to come out the last fighter of the fighter pass is going to come out that direct um but what they Mm -hmm. did was they didn't actually drop it on the direct because they knew that it was going to take over the direct is that how they did they waited till after right yeah or did they they announce them on the direct Oh, uh, good question. I think they waited because they didn't want they didn't want that to steal the show. They did. Yeah, they yeah. Announced, they, 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 said, they announced wait the after. announcement. That's what they did. Yes, they did. They did. They announced the announcement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I do remember that. Then they talked about people comparing Guardians of the Galaxies and the Avengers, which I mean, Guardians of the Galaxies in the same spot because you literally could buy that game for thirty bucks this past Christmas, and the game had just came out. So I don't nobody want to talk to me about that at all because <laughs> you know I, I just rather not. <laughs> let's not uh, rip mm, that bandaid off. No, let's let's not. Um, so we had episode number ninety. Uh, another crossover episode, Jack 10 Podcast and the Nintendo Rama Podcast with mm-hmm. Frankenstein Gaming and the Gaming Contrarian. Um, that was another good episode um, right. where uh, they talked about their, uh, we talked about the Nintendo Direct, the Pokemon news. We got to go over it more in depth. Um, I think I think that's where we found out about Kirby. I think yeah, you, you think that was episode? Okay, because I know I, when, so. I know when they had talked about it, talked about it early, and we yeah. saw very little information on it, and it just said Kirby working title. There wasn't even a name. Mm-hmm. No, they called. No, we saw the Kirby. We saw the title. They gave it a title for getting Forbidden Land. I mean, Forgotten Land. But when they did it earlier this year, they just called it Kirby working title. You know, I gotta okay, go back yes. and I gotta That's go right. back and pull it up and, and look at it. But I know they just showed very, you know, bland information. They didn't really show mm-hmm. a whole lot, and um, you know, it it just said 2022. Because yeah. remember that was the that was a direct where they announced a whole lot of stuff, and I want to say 80 percent of the stuff that they were showing said 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I actually, I that's also where we, we saw one. Splatoon 3, and that looked crazy. Yep, yep, and that yeah. said 2022 as well. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I, th- I think we also saw Bayonetta 3 for the first time. Uh, yeah, you're right, we did. And and they show um, Shin Megami Tensei 5 too. Yes, yep, yep, and they showed that that's too, right. and people lost their socks for that. Um, because I think people don't understand this game is a game that you actually would it would actually belong on playstation but it's not it was built from the ground up with the real engine only on switch if you want to play shin, shin megami tensei 5 it's only found on switch and uh, another interesting fact is atlas is very very pleased with how that game sold that game almost sold it sold over eight hundred thousand copies it almost sold a million copies of yeah. this game to only come out on one platform for a niche market like that is very, very, very impressive. It may not, those numbers may not seem high enough, but when you look at the retrospective things, that game, I, I mean, it's so deep. It's so like, I'm I'm 40 hours into the game. 
okay and i'm not even halfway through this game yet mm. that's how huge this game is i looked at the boss list and i'm only at boss number seven and there's 14 bosses in this game that's not counting optional bosses that's not counting um dlc bosses and that's not counting um uh mini bosses that you find these are actually story bosses so when i tell you this game has a lot of meat to it this game is so good like if you are a rpg fanatic and you want a game to play whether it's on your nintendo switch Lite, your regular nintendo switch or you're fancying the new oled i can't stress how fun this game is like this game it, it's it's the the graphics are nice when you are summoning um the demons like they you get to actually see full 3d models um they're no longer sprites like there is in, in the older shin megami tensei series so like this is this is definitely um the, the story is good in it um it, like I, i'm 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 loving the game i'm loving it i can honestly just go on talking about just this game yes i could probably be a lot farther in this game if i chose to play on normal but you already know me i love the challenge um yep. the first game i mean the first boss in this game took a whole difficulty curve straight up to the ceiling and i was so uh, quick to almost um put it on normal and say you know i'm not getting ready to do this but i changed up my tactic end up beating it and uh, it's been kind of smooth sailing for that i haven't gotten completely stuck yet um i did however buy the dlc for it the dlc in a sense i'm just going to be honest and throw it out there does kind of ruin the game a little bit um nope. because you get to buy uh dlcs where these um uh these little gumdrop looking things called matamas that you can find there is like four different ones ones that you get a lot of money when you kill it one when you kill it you get glory um to buy miracles and things like that and then there's two other ones that you kill that brings xp one brings xp growth specific to the main character another one is xp growth specific to the different demons and when you there's a, a nice amount of them if you play without the dlc they're very rare so when you do see them you kind of want to jump on them and they're nicely placed um but when you buy the dlc like they there's a lot of them it's so many of them, you can actually turn it off if you don't want to see that many of them so uh i think i'm probably turn it off for a little bit i think i kind of just you know got a little boost and uh farming for a couple hours so yeah yeah you didn't um, need it yeah, yeah I, I didn't need it but uh, you're gonna definitely hear more about that game you, you guys mostly hear about games that we play together so I think we cover it a lot more than other games do um, mm -hmm. but yeah but you know that's just good so episode number 91 finally 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 Sora joined Smash like everybody talked about um, yep. the fighter pass is complete um, a lot of people said uh goodbye to sakurai it felt like there's a very emotional moment where yep. um you know we were closing a saga where you have so many characters crossed over in one of the biggest fighting games in gaming history um it's just when when we saw sora's opening video uh it was just like you just felt your heart drop like i can't believe it yeah 
the amount the amount of work that went into making this happen too yeah like signing everything that needed to be signed to get all all this stuff mm-hmm. in yeah yeah, yeah. We, we were also joined by crystal uh from the game junkie show uh the game junkie podcast uh we actually went down a trip down kingdom hearts memory lane uh, you know we actually you know went through and you know we we're just vibing we we're just vibing uh mm-hmm. episode 92 the tale of two arguments with a sprinkle of ginger shout out to scarty ginge uh we had her on the episode as well and um you know we talked about should dark souls have an easy mode um oh, how yeah. much should you have to pay <laughs> for a game um you know we also talked about uh you know there's some new handhelds that was coming out and more marvel's avengers oh my gosh yeah, yeah we talked about a lot of marvelous avengers mm-hmm. yeah, we <laughs> it, be. it's been quiet on that front recently but we've talked quite a bit already mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um episode number 93 we talked about we we actually talked about this earlier in the podcast nintendo switch online justified as a price mm-hmm. justified um we talked about how Sony uh, sent a cease and desist uh, to dbrand over the different plates uh, that they came out with, the customizable plates only for Sony to a month later talk about all the new Skittle-looking flavor colors of the plates <laughs> that they're bringing out to match the controllers and things like that. So, you know, we, we knew Sony was going to do it on yeah. their own. It took a, took a little bit of time <clears throat> one year later, and they finally start talking about it again. <clears throat> yeah now now you can taste the rainbow with playstation exactly with all the, yeah. the colors they came up with mm-hmm. uh we also talked about dc fandom as well that, that um, was good that went on i actually cannot wait for both of those games actually i can't yeah. wait for gotham knights actually i can't wait for that one more i want to play gotham knights more than suicide squad kill the justice mm-hmm. league but i mean those still are two good games that um... Bo- both of those i think for me are day ones like they both look mm-hmm. really good yeah. yeah whenever they come out i know they're taking their time with it but like both of them are really looking really fabulous Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Uh, we have episode number 94 with uh, Majestic Panda Prophet featuring Green SP. We talked about Multiverses uh, online. Oh, yeah. Uh, that one, free to play, Smash that Clone. Uh, we talked about that. Um, Sony's Thursday to play. And uh, how buggy the Nintendo Switch online expansion was. Yep. So, Sony better hit the ground running with that Spartacus. They better not like, like if they're gonna have backwards compatibility, it better work. Mm-hmm. Like, or else, yep. or else they're gonna get like patty whacked again. <laughs> Sony's been losing this time around. Honestly, <laughs> I, I, I they mean, they have one win and two losses at any given time. That's listen, how it feels with Sony. If Josh can tell you that they've been losing, that means Sony been losing. Because yeah, yeah, I know Josh <laughs> back up Sony. Josh back up yep. Sony like it was his little brother, man. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we got episode number ninety-five. We're gonna give y'all something to remember featuring Jovan. Um, you know, we talked about the new partnership between Microsoft and Sega. Um, uh, Avengers game rolling back on their previous pay-to-win microtransactions that came out. Um, that due to people cussing them out, they said, no, we're not going to do it anymore. Um, we talked about how well Capcom games are selling. 
and uh, things like that. So that was definitely, you know, a good episode as well. Uh, let me see. Episode number 96. This was an episode where we were just going online buying games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Black Friday stuff. Oh, man. Early Black Friday stuff. Early yeah. Black Friday stuff. We were just buying some games uh, online while we were, uh, <laughs> you know, we were looking. Uh, Overwatch. Nice Overwatch yeah. and Diablo got pushed to 2023. Um, and it was just a chill episode. We talked about Forza Horizon 5. Yep, more of the Activision stuff with uh, mm-hmm. like so dumb. Like all they had to do was give Jen O'Neill the uh, the money she wanted for the role uh, instead of making the company look like they favor men over women in, yep. in that company, which they're being sued for. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! Yep. Oh boy. We also uh, number ninety seven. Shout out to Callista Keynes. We talked about. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving food. We talked about new information with multiverses, uh, Xbox 20th anniversary, um, mm-hmm. and you know all the good stuff that was happening on that episode. That, that was a good. That one. Uh, documentary, the six-part documentary, Power On, is fantastic. Like, oh, okay. I, I watched that Excellent. the day it came out, and like that nice. thing was incredible. Like the okay. fact that they had like they had Jack Trenton on there, which was the former PlayStation boss of the yeah. ps3 era and then they had don matrick who essentially screwed over the xbox one era uh yeah, he was leader at the time but they had him talking about it too uh and, and it, it was just a great documentary well, well that's for sure um we got episode 98 jingle bells are nine we talked about how people were trying to compare the playstation plus offerings to game pass to try to give sony another leg up but they end up just losing it because not only did ps plus not do good about game pass and that wasn't a good conversation but ps plus did barely good enough to even xbox gold because xbox gold got quite a few games that year for 2021 so um sony just better all the step it up i mean they did really good coming out the gate with um persona 5 strikers um uh, which mm-hmm. is uh you know a nice high profile third party start game. To the year. Yeah. Uh, that is definitely a good start but they um they need to redo it because they thought that they did really good with that godfall challenger edition um which is effectively putting you straight to the end of the game unlocking all the valor plates where you just kind of just go through in game um but what i also learned too as well that if you bought the original game you are effectively locked out of the challenger edition you actually can't get it um so that actually sucked um they make it only for people who doesn't have godfall who doesn't purchase it so i don't know mm-hmm. that just seemed like a whole grab for all fest i don't know I don't they know. they fumbled that no they did they did they fumbled yeah. that back then then we have episode 99 with the game awards 2021 um predictions we talked about uh what games should have won in each category and um you know all the games that were nominated uh, so mm-hmm. that was that was a good episode. Yeah, we, we well. put our predictions on that one, and then we talked about Project Spartacus. Uh, yep, yep the, we did. Yep, that was literally the next episode after we just compared Game Pass and PlayStation Plus. It's hilarious. Yep. Yep. Our, our timing is impeccable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then we yeah. we have our episode one hundred. 
Uh, we talked about our Hundo episode celebration. Shout out to Giga Dank, Stealth 40K, Lord Oni, Silky C, um, and a few other notable mentions as well. Unileska Games, uh, uh, Doc and Lala from Angry Unicorn. They were supposed to be there with us, but um, you know couldn't make it there with us. But they were definitely with us there in heart. Um, but again, shout out to the people that did make it with us. Um, we had a excellent, excellent episode. I had so much fun in that episode. Man, if every episode could be like that, man, it would just be craziness. That was a great episode. I had a lot of fun. And we were talking about, uh, like, how it was um, to, like, play games and stream. Because a lot of people we had on stream and what people were doing during COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that was a really, uh, really fun one. That was, that was a fun episode, right? I really like that one. And then we had our, our last episode for the year, episode 101, where we talked about all the games that got uh, awarded episodes. Um, it mm-hmm. takes two being the game of the year on um, on Xbox. And I've actually started playing It Takes Two, actually, because it's on Game Pass. And it's a fun game. Um, I don't know how it beat out games like Tales of Arise and other games like that for Game of the Year, but... You know, I'm not gonna take his thunder away. It mm-hmm. made game of the year, and so it did. Yeah, I think that. in the category, like based on what was in there, I think it, it was the best game in there. Uh, but a lot, a lot of games didn't get put in the the game of the year category. Like yeah. Tales of Arise wasn't in there, or um, yep. uh, what's it called? Um, uh, Forza Horizon Five wasn't in there. Um, I wish there so, had been a lot of games in the game of the year category and it wasn't. Yeah. Um, Returnal it, wasn't in there. I, I, that's my game of the year is Returnal. I think they really need to redo the game awards. This year, it was really messy. Um, this year, it seemed like they took the focus off of the games and they put it on reveals, which I don't think is right because the whole premise of the show is the game awards you know we're talking Uh about we're celebrating games um that has came out games that have run its course and games that deserve to be on the platform again i'm not taking away from the games that won there was a lot of games that did win i think mario party superstars won best party game um yeah we had a lot of games yeah we had a lot of games that won but i really feel like there should have been more games in the gaming theater slot and they do say that it's up to the people to vote but i don't think that's 100 accurate they only get a percentage of the the overall amount like i think like it's like 20 or 25 percent and then the rest is made up from industry uh like industry people i don't know they need to redo that. we only get like a very small amount of uh pull yeah. when it comes to that stuff they need to redo that but anyway that is all of the episodes from 2021 we did take a short break and then the break ended up rolling to me not feeling well and um so we kind of went i think like a two or three week stretch um uh, not being able to drop an episode but we here we are we're back into it um and you know we'll be celebrating our our uh two-year anniversary uh on the podcast so Mm -hmm. yeah that'd, that'd be awesome but um we are definitely you know run our course with this episode josh you want to go and run it with the nuggets yeah let's run through these quick i think we're going to get more information on most of these anyways in the next coming weeks so 
But let's run through. Uh, so the rumors were true that Persona 5 Strikers, Deep Rock Galactic, and Dirt 5 are our PS Plus games for January. Uh, very, very good month, I, I think, in my opinion. True. Uh, then at CES 2022, Sony announced their VR follow-up officially, showing us the Sense controllers and stating that it is indeed PlayStation VR 2. That's the name. They also showed off the first game in Horizon Call of the Mountain which is being made by their newly acquired studio Fire Sprite Games and uh, as well being overseen by Guerrilla Games. Uh, uh, so that's going to be the very first VR title. Um, unfortunately, an early build for the PS4 version of Horizon Forbidden West, which is coming out in five weeks, has been leaked online. So we got ourselves another Last of Us 2 situation here where you have to be very careful when you tread online uh mm. to avoid spoilers uh it's gonna be tumultuous five weeks for sure mm -hmm. uh speaking of uh, fire sprite games uh it was previously rumored that destruction all-stars developer lucid games was working on the twisted metal game but new reports have come out saying that sony has switched developers for the twisted metal game and instead is being given to fire sprite studios uh, who also has uh, the producer for the game being a former producer of Motorstorm uh, back when Evolution Studios was um, was still up and running. Uh, so okay. they, they took it away from Lucid Games, which it kind of it sucks to, to hear that. But at the same time, I understand Destruction All-Stars wasn't a huge hit. Uh, for Unfortunately. Sony. Yeah. And then also uh, we found out that Ghost of Tsushima has sold over 8 million copies combined with all versions since its launch in 2020. Sony nice. celebrated that themselves. Uh, unfortunately, they did not celebrate the fact that uh, Days Gone has sold the same amount of units plus 2 million more from their Steam sales, uh, which Jeff Ross, the former uh, studio head at, uh, or sorry, studio lead, at um uh, was the sony bend uh he had to come out and say that uh we sold the same amount of copies yet sony considered our game a failure and denied us a sequel so wow yeah that's crazy. and didn't even celebrate that game selling that many copies it's a shame honestly yeah we'll talk about it more uh of course i'm sure there'll be more to talk about in the next coming weeks when it comes to that stuff now we'll get into the regular nuggets. So we got uh, Take-Two has made the biggest acquisition in the games industry ever. Bigger than even the Microsoft and Bethesda deal. Uh, they have bought Zynga for a total combined amount of money of 12.7 billion. Wow. So that's huge. And of that's course crazy. Zynga is a mobile studio. It makes yep. sense. Yeah. That that much money's on the table. Uh, there's just crazy money in mobile. Like that's the whole reason Activision bought King. Uh, yep. Mm -hmm. So that's crazy. Uh, we mentioned this earlier, but E3 2022 is again canceling its in-person events, and we're still waiting to see if they're going to do another digital event later in June. Uh, it's looking like they will, but we'll, we'll see how that uh, that pans out. Uh, we also talked about this earlier. Shin Megami Tensei 5 has sold 800,000 copies since launch on the Switch, making it the series' best-selling title. 
not including the Persona series, which is uh, a spin-off of uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Um, just for that core series alone, that is a huge amount of sales. It's its most yeah. successful game, and I, I bet by now it's probably a million uh, yeah. copies. And can we please, can we please go back and actually talk about that for you guys, Persona fans? Persona was not first. <clears throat> Persona was a, a spinoff of Digital Devil Survivors. <clears throat> Shin Megami Tensei, like it, that's that is the original series. Persona mm -hmm. is a spinoff. The mother series is this. So if you skip playing there in Shin Megami, and then people say Shin, Shin Megami Tensei um, series is a lot harder than the Persona game series. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't know how much truth is that. Um, I do know that Shin Megami Tensei Five is very punishing. Um, it, it, it's very hard. And I will give you that. Um, I've played quite a few Persona games. So, um, yeah, I don't know if it holds a candle. I think this game is a lot harder, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. And the games are very different, too, uh, yep. in, in the way they, they place, even though they're both turn-based uh, RPG games. So, yeah. like, it's great that both are getting the limelight they deserve. The core true. series and, of course, the spinoff. True, true. Mm-hmm. So we got uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six uh, Extraction. That will be coming day one to Game Pass. Uh, I, I think that's awesome because that game is a multiplayer game. What what a better way to like squad up if everybody can just jump in on Game Pass and just yeah. play it. It's like an Outrider situation. Can, so, can we also drop and talk about, because um, I don't see it written here, the reason why Tom Clancy Rainbow Six Extraction is coming because Ubisoft Plus is actually coming to Game Pass 2. Oh, right. Now, it's not going to be an addition to the service. It's not going to be on the umbrella um, like EA uh, is. Uh, but mm -hmm. it's going to be an additional um, subscription that you can buy on, uh, on Microsoft Store. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, I, I I think uh the the funny thing is is if if they do get Ubisoft Plus, they might have to increase the price of Game Pass. Well, they not might uh, they will have to. Yeah, exactly. They, so they I think it's to. like right now they're gonna they're gonna have Ubisoft Plus uh, on Xbox and it's gonna be like exclusive there for a while. And then mm. they're gonna find out a way to incorporate it like EA Play into the actual base game pass. But like you said, I, I can see it happening without a, a price increase. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, some kind of some kind of increase. Yeah. Also coming to Game Pass, we have Mass Effect Definitive Edition, which is coming through EA Play. That's a great one. Uh, Outer Wilds is another good one. Splunky 2, the Anacrusis, uh, which is coming uh, early access uh, through there. Uh, Ember, the Pedestrian, Olaja, and uh, Gorogoa, and and I just wanted to uh, highlight uh, and the Anacrusis is uh, it's a game made by former um, former studio leads at Valve who made yeah. left the Left 4 Dead games. Uh, so yeah. this is very it's kind of like Left 4 Dead in space, uh, and and it looks really good. Uh, mm -hmm. Like I, I like Back for Blood, but I, I think it's missing something. Uh, just like a little bit of a spark on something and I think it's it's found in this game uh, nice. in the Anacrusis and uh, I, I want to try this game out really badly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And then uh, two more pieces. Uh, along with Elden Ring, it appears that From Software is also working on a brand new Armored Core game, which they haven't had a new title since 2014. Uh, I think that uh, they were had their hands busy with um, all the Souls games and how that like though that series just exploded. So it, it, it's nice to see that on top of Elden Ring, they're they're going back to their mech games, which uh, has like a pretty cult following. Uh, and uh, oh. a lot of people like those games too. Alrighty. And now we got we got a big one. Uh, very happy about this one. Uh, a new Scott Pilgrim anime series is being made at Netflix, which will have the creators Brian O'Malley and Ben David Grabinski as writers and exec executive producers. Nice. That's nice. Yeah, very nice. All right, they better grab Anna Managuchi. Yep, yep, to make the music, exactly. Yep. Yep, yeah. Gotta grab them. Mm hmm. All and that's right. what we got for this episode. All right, that's episode mm -hmm. 102. We thank you guys for coming back with us, you know, chilling down with us. Uh, we know we've been away from you guys for a little bit, but, um, you know, we just like to say that we're back. You know, Happy New Year. Um, hope you get to look forward to all the games that you would like to see come out this year in 2023. Um, shout out to all the guests that came and uh, helped us push uh, 2022, I mean 2021 in and and out of the year. Shout out to all you guys for being on and helping uh, helping us make it a great year. Also, shout out to all the new guests that's coming forward, all the people that we're going to have mm -hmm. on in the year 2022. We look forward to have you guys sit down on the Jack Dan podcast going forward. Um, but yep. with that, Josh, uh, unless we have anything else. Nope, that's it. That's Just it. Looking, All right. looking forward to what we got planned for this year. Cool, cool. All right, guys. Well, we are out of here. Good night, everybody. Good night.